Welcome to the Almost Enlightened Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Morin. This week's episode is brought to you by the energy you, as listeners, bring me every time you listen and share this podcast with people who may enjoy it. This week, I'd like to say a special thank you to all of the new listeners in Australia who have just begun listening. I monitor the reach of this podcast on a daily basis, and I'm totally aware of your energy and your enthusiasm. Thank you so much for supporting me and for sharing this journey. I will make it back to Australia one of these days as it will always hold a super special place in my heart. Now, onto this newest episode that I think is gonna rock. Sing it, dance it, say it, cry it, write it, paint it, plant it, pray it. But whatever you choose to do, express yourself. So, what does it mean to express? And who is yourself? As in, express yourself. Madonna. The pop star icon used those exact words in her 1989 hit of the same name. A gutsy song and video for its time about female empowerment, Madonna sings, Don't go for second best, baby. And that is the exact spirit I want to explore today through my very own form of expression, this podcast. To express is to convey thought or feeling. The beauty of expression is that conveyance can and does happen in an infinite amount of ways. It's that little sigh upon discovering something interesting. Ah! It's the fist through a wall. Ow! It's the podcast I deliver today. And as we express ourselves to the best of our abilities every chance we get, then we are gaining experience and knowledge. It doesn't matter what end of the spectrum you express from, negative or positive, it's all an experience. In my experience, the negative side of the spectrum doesn't feel right, whereas expressing from the positive side feels great. That's the cool thing about expression. When it feels good, then you know you're doing it correctly. There are lots of things, however, that get in the way of beautiful and pure expression. I think that the largest obstacles to expression are the life lessons that we're meant to confront and work through. For example, I know that my podcast isn't where it's going to be in two years or even in two weeks from now. I have lessons to learn before I can get to my goal of making this a world-class podcast. And that knowledge provides a joyous feeling as opposed to a debilitating one. It means that as each week goes by, provided I'm always growing, that my power to express will increase by orders of magnitude. I have faith, and I am expressing that faith in an exponentially uplifting cycle that has as its consequence the inevitability of pure expression. In other words, I'm not there yet, but I may as well enjoy the ride because it's all part of the journey in this life. I have faith that I'll reach my destination, ironically, only to discover that a new destination awaits me. But how utterly exhilarating in spite of having no idea how I'm going to get to my destination. But for many people, they let those challenges pose such a significant barrier to reaching their goals. Their expression is muted and sometimes only presents itself on the negative side of belief. 
When you feel pure expression, it's a pretty spiritual experience. And that experience doesn't have to come from a human being as we so often think it should. For example, have you ever had a moment of solitude while enjoying nature and were brought to tears by the stunning perfection of the moment? I have on many occasions. And expression doesn't have to be a conscious effort either. If you're a parent, have you ever watched one of your children sleep and been moved to tears by the beauty of their expression in just being their perfect selves? I have. Expression is inherent in every physical object, from humans to rocks. Everything that's physical in nature is expressing itself. The collection of atoms in a particular configuration is an expression. It's a physical expression. The purer the expression, the more connection it has to its true self, which is the other half of the equation when I say express yourself. Although grammatically incorrect, I'll ask you the following question. Who is yourself? I know it's a bit of a trick question because I don't know of too many people on the planet who fully understand who they truly are. I think we're all at various stages of working on finding that out. But I will tell you that the more authentic and more often you express yourself, the more you get to know yourself. Those challenges that stand in the way of our individual expression are filters to be removed on our path to knowing oneself. As you grow by constantly removing those filters, you're getting ever closer to the realization of self. The more expression, the more the barriers come down, the closer we get to the energy of expression. Think of a guy like Michelangelo, whom I mentioned in last week's podcast episode. A painter, a sculptor, a poet, an architect. He was a person capable of expressing himself in many ways. Or Leonardo da Vinci, one of my heroes. Another person capable of expressing himself in so, so many ways. It used to be the case that most people in Western culture would have one or two careers in a lifetime. But that's just not happening anymore. People aren't just moving to a similar position with a different company anymore. They're changing professions altogether. And I know this because I did it. There's a pull these days to express ourselves, not only on social media, but also in our chosen careers. And when we think of expression, it needn't be limited to the arts. We're all fully capable of expressing ourselves in our careers, and I've personally witnessed countless people who do that every day. If you bring passion and purpose to your career, then expressing yourself will come more readily. If there's no passion and no purpose, then I'm telling you that you're stifling your ability to express yourself. Those who continue to grow are those that are expressing themselves. Someone like Oprah Winfrey or Mae Jemison are two modern-day examples of women who are expressing themselves, challenging themselves, and growing as modern-day Renaissance women, pursuing the truth by mastering several disciplines at once. Oprah's a talk show host, an actor, a businesswoman, a philanthropist, and probably a hundred other things, while May is perhaps best known as being an engineer, a physician, and a former NASA astronaut. The women that I work with in a mastermind group are expressing themselves in their own pursuits, and it's inspiring to witness. It really goes to show that expression doesn't have to happen in the public eye. In fact, for the most part, it seldom does. 
Expression, whether public or private, is the revelation of the energy beneath your surface. If we are truly energy, which I believe to be the case, then how does that energy express itself? In episode number two, the episode entitled Energy, I likened the flow of energy to water. Water wants to move. It wants to travel with gravity and move. Occasionally, we build dams to harness the power of water, and we harness that power by using water's natural desire to move with gravity. When there's an excess of water flowing on the high side of a dam, what do we do? We open the floodgates so that the water can flow. If we close those floodgates and the water continues to pile up on the high side, do you think that the water is going to stick around and obey our silly commands? <laughs> no, not a chance. When there's too much water or we don't let it pass through the gates, the water will make us look like children building sandcastles a meter from the raging ocean. It doesn't care. It must flow. And its flow is its expression. Your energy, your being, is similar. It must move. And as water moves subject to gravity, our energy moves subject to something equally as real as gravity. Do you want to know what that is? Do you want to know why your energy must move? It's because of awareness. Water doesn't move through gravity. It moves because of gravity. Energy doesn't move through awareness. It moves because of awareness. Awareness is a force. It's actually the great force that you won't find in a physics textbook. It is the yin to energy's yang. When the thoughts that I just conveyed crystallized in my mind, it was a huge moment. I really haven't felt that emotional in a very long time. I'd parked this episode in my subconscious ever since a recent heart-opening meditation, and I told myself that I would make this topic my next episode. I didn't give it much conscious thought, if any, but I let it percolate. I also told myself that this would be my best episode ever, that I would continue to improve on all other episodes and take this show to new levels. As much as I build and create this show for you, I also do it for myself perhaps even more so, so that I can live. As dramatic as that sounds, I truly thought there was a time in my life where I might not make it another day. And not because I'd lost the desire, but because I could feel everything in my physical being constrict, including my heart. I had largely stopped expressing myself. But the good news is that I found a way to open up what was being so constricted. This podcast is my expression, and it is the gate to the dam that allows the energy to flow and express itself. When a human being truly expresses oneself, it is a sight to behold. Think of a time you saw your favorite musician pour every ounce of their energy into a performance. Although I'm a little young to have caught Jimi Hendrix playing live, there's an example of a guy who completely and totally expressed himself on stage. In 1967, Hendrix and his bandmates took to the stage at the Monterey International Pop Festival, where he proceeded to demolish 
the traditional form and structure of pop music. Breaking every rule in the pop music handbook, the feedback on both his guitar and vocals was nothing short of pure, unbridled energy. His improvisational guitar solos were otherworldly, with the volume cranked so loud that its distortion was an energy field unto itself. All of this culminated in what could only be called an orgasmic climax as he tore into an epic version of Wild Thing, only to pour lighter fluid all over his black Fender Strat guitar and then light it on fire. (laughs) That's expression. That's pure expression. That'll turn some heads, and indeed it did. Cementing Hendrix in history as one of the greatest guitarists ever. And that one performance as one of the most legendary in rock and roll history. It's really quite amazing what a human can accomplish when they completely and totally express themselves. I don't think very many people on the planet have ever actually really done it. Sure, people express themselves every day, but to abandon Every part of the logical brain and express energy from the source without the constraint of reason is a sight to behold. When that happens, the energy is so powerful that it reverberates for ages. Consider Emmeline Pankhurst's Freedom or Death speech, delivered in Connecticut in 1913, that expressed women's suffrage and that the suffragettes would fight to the death in order to acquire the right to vote. That energy and that expression was so powerful that it ultimately led to the British Conservative government's Representation of the People or Equal Franchise Act of 1928. You might even say that Pankhurst's expression was so powerful that it even led to a Hollywood movie in 2015 called Suffragettes, some 102 years after her monumental forms of expression. If you're a tad inspired by this episode and know in your heart that it's time to start expressing more of yourself, I've got a few tips for you. Tips that I learned by doing things eh, the wrong way. My first tip is to truly be yourself. We're so influenced by what we see on TV and the internet these days that our expression is often the borrowed energy of others. Trying our hardest to replicate the song or the dance of another is an awesome exercise in developing skill but it's hardly a representation of who you truly are. Let me give you an example that I've alluded to before. When I began this podcast, I had a vision of being as great as Joe Rogan. Now, there's nothing wrong with that, but as I prepared to create my first episode, I felt the strain of trying to be someone that I'm not. Yes, being as present as Rogan during a show is a skill I learned thanks to him. And yes, having awesome production is part of the mechanics that I wanted to emulate. But I had to find myself if this was and is truly going to be a unique show. So what I'm saying is that it's fantastic to learn from people. In fact, I'd say learn from everybody. But take that knowledge and adapt it to your beautiful energy. Jeff Buckley's cover of Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah is an example of that exact principle. I love Buckley's interpretation and expression of that song. It speaks to me in so many ways in spite of it being Cohen's composition. That's an example of being yourself, but taking inspiration from a beautiful source. 
But what you'll see most often is that people that are wholly and entirely original, a la Walt Disney, Marie Curie, Thomas Edison, Albert Einstein, is where you'll find an abundance of expression and creativity. My second tip is to express yourself without a preconceived notion of what that expression is going to look like. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, I am crazy for telling you to completely express yourself, but to not have an idea of where you're going with that expression. So stick with me here. You are blessed with a mind and a brain. That mind and that brain exist so that you can direct your energy or your expression. Without it, your expression would simply be the expression of instinct. So it becomes important to use those faculties to create direction and momentum. Once you've got that going and you're heading in the right direction, you may begin to move that energy from brain to heart. When you're operating from the heart, you don't have to think about what you're doing anymore. I've done it countless times as a musician. When I'm in what we musicians call the groove, I am pure expression. Not a thought goes through my mind and I am capable of completely and totally being in the moment. Those are the moments that transcend time and space. Those are the moments when I'm playing in public that me, the other musicians, and the crowd are all one. Sure, we know what we're playing, but the music isn't powered by the brain anymore. It's moving with the power of the heart. So set your direction and then forget about it and operate from the heart. My third tip comes right out of episode 14, The Wall. You've got to get past the fear of criticism. Very little purity of thought will escape the confines of your mind and your heart if the fear of criticism isn't confronted. I've labeled this as one of my number one challenges, and it's still a work in progress for me, but as I consciously work on dismissing that fear every time it creeps into my life, I find that my expression flows more freely. I also find that when you completely abandon any thought of judgment or criticism, that it's easier to see who you truly are, and the results are quite astonishing. For my last tip, I'm going to say the word now. Every now and again, an idea pops into your head that resonates through your entire body as though you were a meter away from a thumping timpani drum. Those are the ideas of genius. Those are the ones you need to express. And you need to do it now. Not tomorrow. Not next month. Now. When you feel it, when you are truly inspired, it's time to express yourself. Even if you only do that privately into a camera phone or you write down your idea, you must act swiftly before that nasty faculty of reason tells you all the reasons why your idea or your feeling won't work. You've got to do it now. Trust yourself. Trust that what you're feeling is a glimpse of who you truly are. If you do this, I'm going to tell you that you will begin to feel more joy. You will begin to feel more alive. You will be expressing yourself. And what a feeling to be expressing yourself.
At the end of Madonna's video, Express Yourself, is a quote that reads, Without the heart, there can be no understanding between the hand and the mind. Although probably borrowed and adapted from Fritz Lang's 1927 film Metropolis, the concept is that in spite of the mind that creates and the hands that build, there must be a connecting force, and that connecting force is the heart. So to end this non-deliberate three-part podcast series that's loosely been built upon using one's heart, I'll end with this. The many hills I've admired on the way find the shade at the end of another day, only to reveal all that I can't see and lead to places I'm meant to be. It matters not where I end up, only how full is my cup. For I can fill it without carrying it, drink of it without touching it. I am a man of heart, simply expressing my art. Hey, thanks for listening today. I appreciate you.